At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Welcome back to Visa's Primetime Action Tuesday night from the South Point. Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, Danielle Alvari, Kelly Vidlin. Wake up the Brooklyn Nets. Down 12, late first quarter. Make it down nine. Three-pointer. 24 to 15, Milwaukee. Jeff Green, the veteran with the three. Uh, minute left, Brooklyn down nine. Kelly, update on everything else. Yeah, that's uh, live numbers for that game right now. Bucks seven and a half. I just got, I did just get in on the Nets plus eight and a half uh, during our break, uh, buying off my bet a little bit from yesterday. So, uh, And, you know, a little bit of a middle opportunity, but, you know, not, not counting that money yet just yet. Uh, over in the NHL, we are end of first period there in uh, Tampa. That is 1-1 still, the live numbers for that game. Uh, Lightning minus 180, Islanders plus 150, and five and a half, your total. Over Major League Baseball, Mets leading the Cubs now 3-2, to two, bottom of the fifth. Uh, and maybe still threatening with more. Mets minus 260 live. Uh, Cubs plus 210, 8.5, your live total. Uh, the Blue Jays still up on the Yankees, 5-3. to three. That is in the bottom of the sixth. Blue Jays minus 650 live. Yankees plus 450. Uh, other games going on. Nationals up on the Pirates, 6-1, to one, top of the seventh. The Reds and Brewers still scoreless, top of the fifth. If you wanted to get in live there, Brewers minus 120, Reds minus 110, and 4.5 the total. Marlins up on the Cardinals, 1 to nothing, top of the third. The Marlins are minus 280 live favorites. Cardinals plus 225, and 8.5 and 
the total. Padres with an early lead over the Rockies, two to nothing, bottom of the first. Uh, there in Colorado, the Padres are minus 450 live. Rockies plus 340, 12 and a half your live total. Indians leading the Orioles 6 to 2, bottom of the fifth. If you wanted to hop in live on the Orioles, you can get 14 to 1. 11 and a half is your live total in that game. Tigers up on the Royals 3 to nothing, bottom of the third. Tigers minus 220, make that 3 to 1. I uh, just saw that change live, so Royals run coming. Uh, no live numbers currently up. Astros and Rangers scoreless bottom of the third. Although maybe the Astros are threatening. I don't think we have that game on, but they are minus 320 live favorites. The Rays and White Sox scoreless bottom of the third. White Sox minus 145 live. Rays plus 115 and six and a half the total. Red Sox with a 5-4 lead over the Braves. That is the bottom of the fourth. Red Sox minus 145 live favorite. Braves plus 115, 14 and a half the total. 29 to 15 is the score at the end of the first quarter between the Bucks and the Nets. Bucks up 14, uh, 29 to 15. You just look at the box score real quick, and it's very easy to ascertain uh, what uh, ails the Nets. They can't make a shot to save their lives. Four of 19 from the field. Four of 19 from the field. Unless 20. Four of 20. We'll yeah. count that bomb at the end. Yeah. Four of 20 um, from the field. That's uh, it's 20%, by the way, for those of you scoring at home. Two of 13 from three-point land, including that bomb at the end. So, nothing from yeah. Harden, nothing from Brown, nothing from Harris. Um, Two guys. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. All the points have come from Green and yeah, uh, Durant. Yeah, that's all the points, yeah. Eight for Green, seven for Durant. That's the story. Everybody Ooh. else, 0-4. Oh, yeah. Wow. So, so that's the deal. Wow. So you can look at that one of two ways. One, uh-oh, or two, well, they're bound for regression. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, there has, you, you would think. Well. Um, interesting. Yeah, I mean, the, the line's only eight and a half live. So, I mean, that's uh, if that tells you anything. I did add earlier a little bit on that six and a half that you uh, threw out there. Danielle, you did as well? Yes, I did. Six and a half. On Brooklyn, plus six and a half. Mm-hmm. We got uh, what, in, earlier in one of those breaks we were going to. Um, but again, when we do a show, very difficult for us to sort of get the feel of the it while we're doing this. The game and all that is very, very difficult to, to follow, for sure. Yeah, but Bucks up uh, 14. James Harden is playing. Um, and uh, so far is scoreless on the night for the Nets. Obviously, the uh, winner takes a 3-2 to two lead. Game 6 back in Milwaukee. Um, all of these, Game 6 is now the current series. Again, tomorrow night, uh, we have uh, two more game, pardon me, two more game fives, all these game fives. Tomorrow night, two of them once again, Atlanta and Philadelphia. Back in Philly, Philly six-point favorites pre-flop, and then the Clippers in Utah, two-and-a-half-point favorites. I see a couple threes out there, reduced juice, but mainly two-and-a-half in favor of the Jazz. Game five back in the mountain time zone tomorrow night. Um, so the NBA playoffs, as janky as they have been with all the injuries, still its own excitement in its own very unique way. This, the year of the injury. It's Gil Alexander. It's Matt Brown, Daniel Alvari, Kelly Bidlin. Let's talk U.S. Open golf. Tory Pines, golf's third major of the year. And to help us along, we bring in Golf Channel's Rex Hoggard. Good evening to you, sir. How are you? Evening. Southern California, so it's never bad here. Never bad in Southern California. Rex, uh, before we get into any betting thing, today there was this story about DeChambeau and Brooks Kepka, obviously two guys who don't like each other very much, uh, being paired together, and then that sort of dissipated as quickly as it came to the fore. What was that all about? Uh, well, I mean, this story's been ongoing for a couple of weeks now. It just sort of hit, 
came to a head, it seemed like, today a little bit because there had been a report that the USDA had reached out to Bryson, at least his the people who represent him, and asked him if he would be okay with being paired with Brooks here at the U.S. Open. And my guess is, and I don't know this for a fact, and Bryson's management team completely denied that this happened at all. My guess is if it happened at all, this was before – whatever it is that transpired between those two at the PGA Championship and since then, because I'm not quite sure the USGA wouldn't have done that. I mean, that, that's going to take away from the championship, and they're not going to do it. But to your point, it's clear those two don't like each other, and I think at least from a public perception point of view, there's a lot of people that probably would have, have loved to have seen that pairing. It's not going to happen at least this way. I mean, there's a chance that they get paired together on the weekend, and I, I just think as it seems right now between those two, they're perfectly happy with that because it's sort of reached a point where I think both players would be more than happy for this to kind of fade away. Rex, we get to see this course, uh, one of the few courses that's kind of in the major rotation where we actually get to see it every year. The farmers played there. But that being said, Farmers plays at a 72. This is going to be a par 71. What other kind of differences are people who are familiar with the farmers going to see whenever they tune in on Thursday and see the U.S. Open there? The cool story here is it's not going to be that much different. And we always talk about how the U.S. Open is always going to be the toughest test in golf, and they're going to be challenged. Even par is going to be the target-winning score. And to a certain degree, that'll be true this week because Tory is unique in as much as it's probably U.S. Open ready every week out of the year. It's just a long, hard, difficult golf course. This week, compared to what we end up with in February, it's going to play firm, it's going to play fast, and they've obviously grown the rough up a little bit. But by and large, the fairways are the same width. The greens are are pretty much going to roll the same as they do back in February during the Farmers Insurance Open. And you're going to end up with a golf course that guys are very familiar with and might be maybe incrementally more difficult, but it's always difficult. So I don't think what you... What you normally see at a U.S. Open with guys just kind of being shell-shocked after day one and that golf course is so hard, you're not going to see that because they're actually used to this level of hard. So then, let me just dovetail off that. So last year during the U.S. Open, I remember saying after it, well, maybe we've gotten to the point with all of Bryson DeChambeau's uh, physical or emphasis on uh, on his physical fitness that he could just brutalize his way out of a U.S. Open rough. So what you're saying is, you know, because my brain immediately goes to, well, I don't want to make that mistake again and not have Bryson DeChambeau tickets here. But, uh, but what I'm hearing is this kind of levels it off, and that's not really as much in play this year. I mean, Bryson would be a good ticket, and I know uh, just kind of looking at where the odds were this morning, I don't know if he'd be a bad choice. I think John Rahm is probably the obvious choice as a favorite coming into this week, but then you can probably pile some guys up right behind him with your Rory McIlroy's and certainly your Brooks Skepka would be a guy that i put on that list. The thing that, and I was talking with a stats guy today about this, and when you go back to 2008, the last time the U.S. Open was played at Torrey Pines, everyone's going to talk about how important it is to play from the fairway. It's what we normally hear at a U.S. Open. Tiger Woods was 53rd in the field in fairways hit that week. It's not as though he was striping the, the ball off the tee. He was just doing everything else very, very well, and that's scrambling, that's putting, that's hitting his iron really well. And that's what you're going to end up having to have. So when you start to sort of compare those, I still would say Bryson's on the list, but loosely outside that top five, simply because there's guys that do things that are key on this golf course better than he does. So, Rex, what type of golfer do you think 
succeeds this week. I mean, you, you know, we always hear, uh, you know, length, 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 length. But then you, you, know, you look at Patrick Reed again, who won there earlier this year. You've seen some guys win there who necessarily aren't the longest guys on tour. So it's not like I think it's an absolute prerequisite. Of course, length always is is a bonus. We're, we're not going to say that that's not the case. But what what type of player, what skill set do you think is really going to set guys apart this week? I think Patrick Reed's the perfect example, and I'm not going to say length's not important because that would be silly and incorrect. I think when you look at modern golf, you've got to hit the ball 320 yards to have any chance because you look at the mid-length guys, particularly this week, you have to do everything else so perfectly that it just doesn't make sense. I mean, it just you can't wrap your mind around the idea that, okay, I'm on the shorter side. I have to be perfect in every other aspect of my game. That's not realistic to think that's going to happen. So when you look at the type of player that I would want on a particular golf course like this, Jordan Spieth is very much a mid-length guy, but he does the thing so well that you would expect from a winner at Torrey Pines. He hits his long irons well, he clearly has a great short game, and he makes a lot of 10- and 15-footers. So that's the kind of player that I would say would be the prototype of a winner here at Torrey. I'm hearing a lot of Tony Finau, anecdotally, from all our golf handicappers, that uh, despite Finau's inability to win tournaments, uh, he's a top 10, top 20 kind of ATM machine. Does he fit the profile you're looking at, if not to win, to uh, to place very highly here? Place highly. I, I don't know. And, and I, I'm kind of under the mindset that, yes, eventually Tony gets that major championship. He's too talented of a player to be shut out for his entire career. But this probably isn't the week for him for, for the reasons I just said, because when you come down the stretch and all we have to do is go back to 2008 as an example of what Tiger did well. I mean, when you look at that putt on the 72nd hole, there's no way that should have gone in for Tiger Woods to force the playoff against Rocco Media. But he had the ability to will those putts in. He didn't make every clutch putt over the course of his career. He just made the ones that mattered the most. And that, that's probably an example. So, no, Tony probably wouldn't be on my list of guys I would pick. Rex, what about a guy like Xander? We know, I mean, he's a California kid, and we know that he grew up, you know, playing on this course. But then you kind of look at what he's done at the Farmers. It, you know, four missed cuts, a T25. Of course, he did T2 this year there, which I think is certainly something leading in his direction, but uh, has traditionally struggled on this course. Um, do we go with the most recent form here of the T2 earlier, or do you tend to go towards, okay, we have a much bigger sample size of him struggling here? When I was looking at the field and the odds and, and where per certain people were put, I, I kind of had to do a double take when it came to Xander because I didn't feel like he was getting the respect that he probably should get. And I understand the reasoning is the reason you just pointed out. It's because his record at the Farmers Insurance isn't all that great. And that being said, he talked about it today, that even though he's from San Diego, Torrey Pines really isn't anyone's home course. I mean, it's a municipal course, and it's very, very busy, and it's not as though a tour player is going to spend his off weeks going out to Torrey and playing. So it's not as though there's a real home field advantage. That being said, of all the people I saw sort of outside of that top 10 category, he was the one that surprised me the most, simply because if you look at what he's done in the big events over the last two or three years, I would say forget about the fact that he hasn't played Torrey well. I think he plays difficult golf courses well, and he raises, rises to the big occasions well. And both of those would qualify right now. Talking to Rex Hoggard from the Golf Channel. You can follow him on Twitter at Rex Hoggard GC. Uh, besides the names given, and I know uh, you, you lean towards Patrick Reed there uh, out the outset, but not not a big name, sort of off the 
off the elite tier of players, who's a who's a player outside of the top 10 or top 15, at least in the betting market, who you think has more than a puncher's chance here? I don't know where Will, Will Zalatoris ranks right now. I'm guessing he's probably outside of that category that you're giving me. And I just think when you look at what he did at the Masters by finishing runner-up there, he really had no business doing that because he was a player that hasn't been in this position. And we all seem to think that, well, experience matters in these situations, and he just doesn't have it. I just think he has the complete game. He has that fearlessness. I, and I, I, I would put him down, and I wrote this on GolfChannel.com today, as sort of that outsider to contend. I will put him down as the outsider to contend until he's no longer considered an outsider, which is, isn't going to be too much longer, would be my guess, probably until the end of the year. And I think I, I would love him in that position. 46 and a half to one is the answer to Zalatoris. So, so outsider, right? I guess. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, he's an outsider for sure. Yep. So, so Rex, we are sitting here on Sunday and we're watching. Um, tell us about the home stretch here. Is this is this going to be one of those home stretches where we're going to be on the edge of our seat because this thing can be one, this thing can still be lost even if a guy's got a three stroke lead, or are we looking at uh, you know he's going to need to lose it in one of these kind of earlier holes? I know you know seven, eleven, twelve all play you know over par, uh, you know give up bo- uh, bogeys twenty five percent of the time or more. Four, one, and four are pretty tough as well well um what about the finishing holes here uh, a three-stroke lead over the last let's say two or three holes i would feel pretty comfortable with that's not to say that there's no damage to be done out there the interesting thing about the rough this week at least in my mind is it, it's very deep and it can turn into a one-shot penalty real quick that being said that you can also catch a pretty good line it's a municipal golf course it's southern california and it's not as uniform as maybe we would expect it in other places, which means that, yeah, you can miss a fairway and end up with a pretty decent shot to the green. So, yeah, if you take a two- or three-shot lead into the final two or three holes, I'd like my chances. That being said, I love what the USGA has done at 18, and this kind of goes back to what happened in 2008. I mean, they decided to turn 18 into essentially a par five that guys go at at two and you would have excitement. And I'll give them total credit for this. Like, this is theater. This is exactly what they they should do in this situation. And so if you start talking about a guy who maybe has one shot lead on 18, I think there's the possibility for Eagles and certainly a lot of birdies to sort of swing that scenario. Rex, we appreciate it. Enjoy the tournament. Don't have to uh, tell you to enjoy Southern California. I know you have a great time down there. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Rex Hoggard from the Golf Channel. Uh, and you guys, Kelly and Matt, you will have things to say about uh, the U.S. Open, what you've already bet a little later on the show. Um, but just some preliminary thoughts on that, Matt. Um, how many outrights do you think you'll end up with here? I have set a rule for myself that I'm not allowed to bet more than eight per tournament. Um, eight? That seems to have crept so, up. Uh, well, that's like the absolute max. <laughs> yes. I don't typically do that, but yeah. like that's like if 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 any given turn, if I start to like add and add, and add I'm like, okay, no more than eight. Mm-hmm. Um, so in a field like this, with guys that I like, there's some guys that I really like here. I'll probably. I probably will end up with eight because I think there's three guys that are a little bit longer odds that I I just want to have something down on. And then, you know, I actually like a lot of the guys at the shorter at the shorter prices this week. I mean, this this the way this course laid out, the way that, that things are going. Um, when you look at kind of how the US opens play out, cream typically rises to the top. And so it's just 
Um, you know, gonna have to lay out a lot. I'm gonna have to lay out more money to win more money. Yeah, I think uh, what you said there is something to always keep in mind. U.S. Open cream does usually rise to the top. We know this is a long course. I do think that the distance is going to be important this week. So I think that does kind of narrow down more what I'm looking at. I, I I started digging this pretty heavily last night. I was up way way too late actually digging into this. But the uh, uh, I got four guys right now uh, that I have bet outrights on, and then in derivative markets I bet. Brooks, I bet Victor Hovland, I bet Paul Casey, who uh, kind of like the Masters for whatever reason was really, really high up there in some of the models that I ran. And then Gary Woodland uh, was a bet that I made a, co- a few weeks ago when he was starting to turn things around. Uh, but I, I, he was, he's right up there in the top, top, top five of most of the models I ran, Matt. Um, and we'll kind of get into some of that stuff later, but that, that's uh I, it's a, it's there's it's very top heavy. Like there's those guys at the top, Matt. Like I think there's you could you could bet any of them and I uh, I feel pretty comfortable with it. Well, the 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 thing is is just none of the top players are like dominating right now, right? Like nobody's right. like nobody's on this massive heater or whatever, which I think lends this to being a very very exciting tournament. Gil, as you mentioned, I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, but the the Bucks are up 11. It's 42-31. They're shooting 51.7% from the field, 41.7% from three, and they've made all seven of their free throws, whereas the Nets are shooting 30.8% from the field, 33% from three, and they are nine of 11 from the line. James Harden in 15 minutes has yet to make a actually has yet to score. He hadn't even gotten to the line, so he is actually yet to even score in this game. Um, the bench, we mentioned Green helping out. He's got 13 points. Outside of that, the bench has contributed zero points so far in this game. So, yeah, I, I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing if, you, if you want to look towards the Nets. Only, but, in quotes, down 11. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, seriously. I think they were down by as many as 17. Again, just glancing up at the screen. Uh, but 42-31 and 7-16 left in the second quarter. Plenty of time still in the first half even to be played. Um, I, I kind of tend to look at it again. It's, it's always tough when you're doing a show because you can't really immerse yourself completely. Mm-hmm. But I tend to look at that as a good thing. Everything that you've said. And there's KD with a little uh, splash jumper. So it's a, a single-digit lead now for the Bucks by nine with just over seven minutes left in the second quarter. By the way, loser video for Young Gill. Um, they, they did not cooperate in that uh, in that Tigers game. They're not cooperating in either. <laughs> Tigers by the way. and Royals. Game. Yeah, but the Tigers and Royals. By the way, they, they got to five quick. Watch them end it. Um, I had the under four and a half, so that is a loser. Loser. You're a loser. And that's how you turn a uh, a really good baseball season into a uh, a sour tone if you go zero and two on a night. And so far, it's looking like an zero and two. But there's still time. We'll see. We'll see. It may not be an zero and two. Um, Bucks just like we just just like that back up to twelve and with the ball. So um, and there's Giannis with a jumper, make it fourteen. So they just they just brought it back up to fourteen yeah. very quickly. We've said a couple times like we haven't. What I wanted to do was really watch James Harden doing a show that's hard to do. But just looking at the box score, Matt, I'm seeing a lot of what we talked about before the game where maybe it's just decoy because he's 0 for 4 and he's 0 for 4 from 3. So he's standing outside and that's all he's launched. So and he hasn't gotten to the line. He hasn't gotten to the line. The whole, yeah. yeah, the whole whole nine yards there. The uh, Padres 2 in the top of the first, 2 in the top of the second. A Tatis Jr. home run 20th of the year for him. Him again. Yankees have tied it up. They were down 3 to the Blue Jays. They've tied it up at 5 apiece. 
Uh, just like that, Islanders one to one with the Lightning. 13 minutes left in the second period of Game Two of that best of seven Stanley Cup semifinal. We'll come back. We'll update everything else, and the Bucks are rolling again right here on Beeson's Primetime Action. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, hey, <laughs> hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah. But I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self, and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Join the action on DraftKings, the leader in daily fantasy sports. Just download the app and use promo code VSIN when you sign up to compete for cash prizes each week. Don't wait. Sign up now and new customers get a deposit bonus up to $500. That's code VSIN when you sign up. 
If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Must be 18 years or older. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Young Gill. Young Danielle. Kelly, did you want to uh, update everything going around baseball? We should probably do that. Yeah, let's go ahead and do that. That works. Over in, uh, yeah, baseball, we got the Marlins up on the Cardinals still. Uh, one to nothing in that game. That is bottom of the fourth inning now. Uh, the uh, Nationals still up on the Pirates, 6-1, to one, bottom of the eighth. No live lines currently posted for that one because it's so late. The Mets still with that 3-2 lead over the Cubs. That is bottom of the seventh inning now. Live total posted at 6.5 if you wanted to get in there. Reds and Brewers still scoreless, bottom of the sixth inning. The uh, Padres up on the Rockies now, 4 to nothing, bottom of the second. If you wanted to get in on the Rockies live, plus 750 is available. 13.5 is the total. Yankees and Blue Jays all tied up now, 5-5, top of the seventh. Live numbers for that game, Blue, uh, Blue Jays minus 150, Yankees plus 120, and 12.5 shaded over the live total. Uh, Indians leading the Orioles 6-2, bottom of the 6th inning. The Tigers up on the Royals 3-2, top of the 5th. Tigers minus 170 live. Royals plus 149.5, your live total. Rangers up on the Astros 1-0, bottom of the 4th. Rangers minus 120 live. Astros minus 110, 5.5 the total. White Sox up on the Rays 2-0, bottom of the 4th. White Sox are minus 450 live. Rays plus 340, 6.5 is your total. Red Sox still leading the Braves 7-4 to four, top of the 6th inning. If you wanted to get in live on the Braves, you can get plus 650 on them. 16.5 is your updated live total. Uh, in the basketball game, we have uh, Bucks leading 49-37. to 37, Four minutes remaining in the first half. The Bucks are 8.5 to 9 point live favorites and 218 to 218 and a half. Looks like your live total. And over in the hockey game, halfway through the second period, still all tied up at one. Lightning remain a live favorite at minus 170. Islanders plus 140 coming back the other way. Uh, has anybody made this comment about the, uh, the Blue Jays ballpark? By the way, Yankees tied it up. Brett Gardner with the home run and then uh, uh, LeMahieu, I believe it was, scoring on a wild pitch. But the, uh, the Blue Jays, of course, um, not playing in Toronto. They play now in Buffalo. And I want to get the name of the field correct. They play at uh, Solid Field, I believe it's called, in Buffalo. Uh, someone needs to turn the lights up there. It's awfully dark. Really? Like, if it's just me? Or is it just like a... I, I wonder if it's a TV broadcast. Maybe it is, because it's very shadowy. Yeah. We I don't know. Turn um, up the lights. <laughs> well, by the way, what was distracting you earlier as he was going through that? Uh, well, Drew Holiday just got his third personal. He is obviously their their best defender. Yeah. Um, he has had to head to the bench because involved, he has refs. gotten his third personal. Uh, Giannis has two. P.J. Tucker has two. So uh, still four minutes left in the second here. So could get interesting. Could get interesting there yeah. from, a, from a foul standpoint. Refs to the rescue for our Brooklyn Nets. Uh, Giannis, last two buckets, I believe the last two buckets I saw, just absolute matador defense, as they say. Just just absolutely unscathed to the rack. So he's doing whatever he wants to do. So it's KD there with the uh, with the answer on the other end of the court. So, again, it is a 12-point lead for the Bucks. Uh, what are the What are the Nets catching in-game here on this? Right ten now, and a half. Ten and a half. As Middleton now hits a three. Uh, 
Bucks go back up 15. So no real dent in that lead from the Brooklyn Nets. Just over three minutes left in the second quarter. Just me on the Buffalo field? No, 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 no love on that? Just dark as could be. Every time you've mentioned it, I feel like I go to look up and it's in a commercial. Turn up the lights. My God. It's like eating that urban rye here in Las Vegas. I'd love to have my steaks. If you could just give me a flashlight, I would really enjoy this. Very much. Wow. (laughs) We've talked to a lot of restaurants in breaks. I don't think I've heard that complaint. Oh, don't get me wrong. It's fabulous. But for God's sakes, there's one that we love, too, here on the Strip that we're going to go to. Uh, But just turn it. Your steak is great, but if you just turn up the lights. The the 40 and 27 Red Sox, two more in the top of the fifth to now take a 7-4 lead on the Atlanta Braves. Uh, Three homers, Bogarts, Renfro, and Devers all have gone deep. For this Red Sox team, and again, y'all say it again, 40-27 Red Sox team. Yeah. They continue to just match the ball. At some point, you got to think it's their character, and it's not going to uh, just be a flash in the pan. But so far, so good for the Red Sox. 2 to nothing White Sox on my other bet. Not dead yet there. First five over in Chicago. We'll come back on V-Sense Primetime Action. We'll talk golf. your sports betting wardrobe or uh, start one with some new VSIN gear. We've got hats, shirts, and mugs with the VSIN logo or fun sports betting sayings like cash and tickets is what it's all about and it's not under till it's over. Visit the VSIN store at vsin.com slash store and find the perfect item for yourself or as a gift. That's vsin.com slash store. Gil, when are we getting a uh... Some uh, love, uh, or what was the uh, what was the album called that Kelly bought of your summer gems? When are we getting a summer the gem? You know, you know, Danielle, if you're not going to get it right, I am not going to respond to that. No, it's a uh, the it's summer not. gems. Slow, no, the love love gems. Slow, slow gems. Slow gems inside the love zone. Inside the love. Zone. Come on, Danielle. Up? How could I mess it up? Don't worry, Gildy. The, the Primetime Action Creative team has been working really hard on T-shirt designs oh, and stuff. Excellent. They can't, I heard today, though, uh, Rob Moreno, who does a lot of great work around Roberto here, he, he said we need the first robe ever in the Vison store. <laughs> Get a robe. And it could be the Love Zone robe. Yeah. Let me tell you something. That that wardrobe makes itself. It's fabulous. May it <laughs> what happen. What are our sayings on here? What was the one that you, what was it, like, winning's need or something like that? Or whatever? We, we, we have some, it's, it's good to win. It's good, it's to, good win. to win. It's good, it's good to win. It's good to win. It's good to win. We got, got fruit basket shirts being developed. It's good to win. Yeah. Like, you know. Yeah. And like, yeah. Because it is. Skate Salvari. It's good to win. Because it is. Because it is. Yeah. Because <laughs> it is. It's good to win. It's true because it's true. It's true because it's yes. actually true. Yeah. Yes. Uh, winning is neat. Lightning get back on, on the board to take the lead over the Islanders. I know you're happy about that, Danielle. Yes, uh, they're your, tied into my parlay, but the Nets yeah. are not holding up their end of the bargain right now. They, so they really sweat. aren't. Um, We're back to minus 530 on the Lightning now, plus 375 on the Islanders. Again, an entire period and six minutes left in this game, plus 375 on the Islanders. Palat with the goal for the Lightning as they try to even up that series one game apiece. Bucks by 16, 59 to 43. Um, 
in a game that just looks listless so far for the Brooklyn Nets. And I'm not even talking about the offensive stats. Just when you glance up and you see what, what Milwaukee is doing on offense, just the D is, I mean, the D has never been the forte of the Brooklyn Nets. Let's get that straight. Um, but they look particularly slow uh, in on, on the take tonight in trying to check Giannis and crew. So 16-point bulge for the Bucks in that one at the half. Second half number on this. Anything interesting? What do we got here for second, second half? half to, uh, second half numbers. Yeah. That's four. 112 and a half, 113 I'm seeing. Yeah, it's always tricky, huh? Got a first pitch here in about five minutes. Uh, Angels and the A's. Andrew Heaney and Frankie Montas. Frankie Montas and the A's. Minus 127 favorites. Plus 107. Andrew Heaney and the Angels if you want to take them. We got the Diamondbacks and the Giants. Alex Young. On the hill for the Diamondbacks, Zach Littell on the hill for the Giants, and uh, minus 190 on the Giants if you want to go there. That's the state of the Diamondbacks right now, plus 163 if you would like the D-backs. 10-10 Eastern, 7-10 Pacific. We have the Twins and the Mariners, J.A. Happ, Chris Flexen. Uh, J.A. Happ, minus 139, plus 120 on Chris Flexen, who I think pitches every other game for the Mariners, Gil. Because, like, every yes. single time we say it's always Chris Flexen <laughs> on the hill for the Mariners. Chris uh, Flexen, who at one time was your best ROI pitcher uh, in baseball it, this it, year. And, and the reason for that is because he pitched every third game. Yes. So, yeah, I mean, it was, it was going to be that way. Uh, and then we have the Phillies and the Dodgers, 10-10 uh, Eastern, 7-10 Pacific. Zach Eflin for the Phillies, uh, uh, Julio Urias for the Dodgers, and the Dodgers minus one. 75 favorites there. Eflin and the Phillies plus 145 if you want to take the dog. Ryan Hyatt with his question of the night, everybody. Uh, you could win one sporting event as an individual. Which event would you most want to win? Bonus, are you any good at that sport? I'm not sure we understand this. Mine would be is it, is players, it an individual sport? An individual is that what we sport? On? Is that what he means? I assume that must be. Uh, mine would be the Players Championship, and it would strictly be because first place in the Players Championship is two point seven million dollars, and I would like to take my two point seven million dollars and be very happy about that. And am I good at golf? No, I'm not. Very strategic answer, though. And I'm not good at golf. I immediately went to uh, Wimbledon just because, as a kid, you believe that to be the greatest individual win of anything, or at least I did. And then I thought about it, and I'm like, no, I'd rather win under a raucous crowd at the U.S. Open. Tennis. Am I good? No. That's the winner. That's the winner. At least I'm looking up because uh, when I first read it, I, I immediately thought that as well. What, players' championship map, but then I wanted to see what's the what. Where do you win the most as an individual? U.S. Open, you win the most. Four mil. Yeah. That's four mil. You got three point nine for Wimbledon, so you know. Yeah. So, All right. So, I'm gonna. So take your TPC. Yeah. I'm going to factor in some joy here, uh -huh. just just a little bit. Uh, I, I'd love to be Simone Biles. I want to win a gymnastics all around. That's insane. I mean, nobody else can do what she does. She has two different names named after. <laughs> no, you, just, you don't. You just no, you don't. You are famous forever. You, you, you make money You win forever. any of this other stuff, and you're famous. Like, you just get a medal. Like, that's no, that's no good. You love are, you. If you are, like, famous the answer. in the United States for gymnastics, that answer. You, you're famous forever. I would love to look up. Yeah, I think no way. Well, okay. If you're Simone Biles, maybe you're famous forever. Yeah, because she, she'll have endorsement deals yeah. and stuff. Yeah, but if you're in three other gymnasts, like, you can't do it. Michaela Maroney. See, Samantha Peshek. See, we don't know that person. I, mean, yeah, I, mean, like, <laughs> I knew the, I knew Maroney. I didn't know this. Yeah, I didn't know this. Yeah. We know Maroney because she's in that commercial. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah, in yeah, a commercial. Yeah, yeah. 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 Carrie Strong. 
<laughs> but she's not rich. Mary Lou Red. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, you know what I'm saying though? Like, we can but, but, this. But, I mean, even though we know Maroney, like she's not rolling in the dough or anything like that. I mean, she's you don't doing whatever. She's doing financial situation. She's doing cronut commercials or something or whatever she's doing. Like, Somewhere I don't, she's like, got to go on the roof. You yeah. don't have her bank account yeah, number. You don't know her bankroll. Um, but the but, but I understand I'm, I'm what you're it. saying, Matt. I understand what you're saying. A, a You guys, you old men, enjoy your little golf putting, okay? While well, I'm out here doing the coolest thing that any human can possibly do. I said do. tennis. I to Danielle's point, I'm getting word from downstairs that Michaela yeah. Maroney's uh, net worth is $3.5 million. That's her total net worth. Yes. You only get $3 million about- for winning the U.S. Open, so I don't want to hear your nonsense over there for winning the tennis U.S. I pulled up a, a website real quick, all right? Yeah. I don't know. Yes. Yeah. Don't want to miss This was Matt Brown thing. My sport is cooler. That's it. Is it still more than the players? It is by 300. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It is. So, winner. Uh, you win. Kelly, what did you say? What was your answer? I agreed with you, U.S. Okay. Open, because that was the high. Is it the highest tennis? Do you have that on there? I can't. I can't. Wimbledon, I had 3.9, but I'm guessing that's wrong then, too. Yeah, I think you're talking about total purse of yeah. the entire nah, thing. No, because to- prize money pool, I'm looking at what winners get. Oh, okay. I mean, if it has to be an individual thing, I would just fight Floyd Mayweather, and then that's what uh, I would do. Oh, yeah. And then that's yeah. what I would do. That's the like, winner. And then I would win that, and then that's what I would do. Because then I would make a jillion D dollars, you know, by doing that. A jillion D dollars. Yeah. The, that's the winning answer. Oh, uh, we Matt, forgot Matt is, about Matt boxing. thinking only about money here. Yes. Yeah. No, that's true. Yes. He's only factoring money in. I'm with you, Danielle. The reason yeah. that I thought about tennis first is because I think you're so much cooler winning that. I would be so bored playing golf. So bored. And so rich, but so bored. But so bored. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm willing to get the crap kicked out of me by Floyd Mayweather for uh, <laughs> yeah. a sizable payday. Yeah, I'm thank, okay with that. Thank but you, you have cool. to win. He said win, so you would win. Yeah. Oh, okay. But yeah. you would get the crap oh. kicked out of me. Thank you for the question, Ryan. I, we appreciate it. Kelly's golf thoughts, Matt's golf thoughts, and any other golf thoughts we have coming up. The U.S. Open next on Visa's Primetime Action. Coming for you. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Download the DraftKings Casino app now and use promo code VSIN to get a deposit bonus up to $1,500. DraftKings Casino has hundreds of ways to play. Choose from slots, blackjack, roulette, and so much more. It's also U.S.-based, making it safe, secure, and reliable so you can deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. If you or somebody you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available to play in New Jersey, Michigan, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia only. Must be 21 or older. Eligibility restrictions apply for entertainment purposes only. No results guaranteed. Void where prohibited. See casino.draftkings.com for full details, Gil. Yeah, so I had my worst baseball night of the year. I don't win two. Yeah. Uh, needed under four and a half Tigers Royals. They scored five. Needed over four in the Rays White Sox. They scored three. Sometimes it just happens like that. So that 17 is, and 10 falls to 17 and 12. That's how the cronut there. crumbles. <laughs> More with the cronut. That's the great thing about the cronut. It doesn't crumble. It doesn't crumble. I know it all sticks together. It doesn't crumble. It tastes I am very hungry. What what uh we decided by the way the answer we we failed to give the proper answer to the Ryan Hyatt question of what which one you know what's the the best outcome Kelly doing the the floor exercise in gymnastics just to we see decided it. yes <laughs> just to see it. with the ribbons well, really just any event at uh, in gymnastics at the Olympics but yes I I think I'd be pretty good with ribbons yeah I'm, I'm, I'm real good with the money gun I know that much that yeah. that much I know this is true all right U.S. Open um. You don't have to give everything because we got another day here before the U.S. Open starts uh, in earnest Thursday morning at Torrey Pines. But what do you think it's so far? What do you have in pocket? Yeah, so uh, Torrey Pines South, this is, as we talked, if you're just joining us, we did talk to Rex Hoggard a little bit earlier. If you watch the Farmers Open, it's played at the same course. That being said, the Farmers rotates the first two rounds between the North Course and the South Course. And so there are three rounds if you make the weekend on the South Course at that tournament also that tournament's played as a par 72 this is played as a par 71 so something to think about is not exactly um you know what you're seeing whenever you watch the farmers poa greens narrow fairways deep rough it's going to be a u.s open that's kind of what we get bunkers have been repositioned on a few of the holes to tighten the landing areas from the last time we saw this played at u.s open in 2008 um tiger won that year just to let you know only 14 golfers in the field from 2008. So not too many guys that actually played this as it was set up for it, a U.S. That's Open. it? Yeah. I didn't catch that note. Only 14. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Only that, played, 14. that played this what year? In 2008. Uh, yeah, that's a little low. But that that's crazy low. Yeah. 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 Um, 
So 13 years ago, if you think about it, though, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, it's, we've got a whole bunch of young guys that are that are out there these days. Uh, Patrick Reed did win the Farmers earlier this year on this course, set up a little bit differently. But one of the things that Kelly really jumped out to me is is there are holes 1, 4, 7, 11, 12, and 15 all force bogey or worse at least 25% of the time, Four of, uh, three of them 30% of the time. So one in every four, one in every three golfers are going to be heading to these holes, and they're going to leave with a big number. And so that's something, you know, the 12th is a 505-yard par four as well. So just an absolute behemoth. So for me, I think when people are going home tonight and in the morning when they start doing their research and stuff like that, like I'm doing less on guys – that are that are scorers as I am guys that I think can grind and that I think that are going to go out there and not put up big numbers. I, I'm doing less on the birdie type players than I am on the dudes that I think can go out there and really battle. You know this course because um, you know one of the things about this this Kakuya grass that's going to be in the that's going to be in the rough here is unlike you were talking about the with the gouging and stuff last year. We feel like th- this. This grass is like super firm right. and thick, and so like hitting through it is going to be a different. It's going to be a different animal than than we saw last year, and so and the one meaning always, easier, no harder, oh harder. Well, harder. The one harder. I always I keep hearing from people that talk about this grass is you're usually left with one of two situations because it's firm, it, it will stick up top, and you actually have a kind of teed up shot, or it's buried and impossible get to get to it. They said it almost grabs the ball mm. when the grass gets long. When this grass gets long, but like you said, yeah, when it's mowed, when it's when it's mowed down, like the fairways are apparently like going to be just pristine because the the mowed version of this grass is like almost like you're sitting the ball on a tee because the grass is so firm. But then once it gets long, then it's very very hard to hit through, and it kind of grabs the ball and all that. We were talking about driving distance here. Um, the five last five U.S. Open winners have been inside the top 13 in driving distance for that season. And so the way that they set up these U.S. Open courses, and now I didn't always played here at Torrey South, but again, just the way they set up these courses is you you, you got to be at least somewhat long off the tee because it is their long, hard courses, and you do just get a little bit of an advantage from being out there and being further than a lot of these guys out there. And so, like, when I started my research, Kelly, you know, the the – number one stat that I kind of plugged in was, was driving distance for me. And that's one of the first things that I'm looking at um, for guys and off the tee and driving distance. Yep. uh, You know, I have approach, I have around the green as well, because again, like I said, I'm, I'm less worried about scores and less and more worried about dudes that put up doubles and triples and stuff. And so what I'm trying to do is I want a guy that if he misses the green, that he can get up and down, take his par, move on and not really worry about that. So I have around the green as well. Three putt avoidance, same deal. These greens, especially on Sunday, like Saturday, Sunday, after they've played a ton on these things, and uh, you get to the afternoon and that air is coming in and all, like these greens are going to be bumpy. They're going to be weird. There's going to be some weird rolls. So I just want some guys that can kind of, you know, stay in line with that as well. And then I have par fours, you know, 450 to 500 yards because that's what we're going to be playing a bunch of out here on this course. So that's yeah. that's really what I was looking at. I think this that's week every par four except for one with the one that's over 500. Yeah. So yeah, that was uh, that was one I I punched in. I'm interested to see who we land on because I had a lot of the same stuff. I, I really drive uh, off the tee and driving distance is where I started, and I factored in fairways gain because of what you talked about with that rough. It's not one that mm-hmm. I typically look at a lot. 
But I want guys that are going to be in the fairway. I want guys that are accurate because, yes, some of these shots, and we've seen guys, you know, some of these guys that have struggled off the tee or have been, uh, you know, like I'll use Spieth and Rory as examples. Where we've seen some tournaments where they've been spraying them a bit left and right off the tee. I don't want guys like that. I want, I want guys that are going to be able to hit it straight, at least get a yeah. clean second shot into the green. But, but you're right, man. I think up at the green is going to be tough. So around the green play is something I factored in big time, including sand saves. I, I, I added in my model because there's a lot of, I think there's 14 holes where there's bunkers on either side of, of the hole. So I wanted to f- make sure that was factored in as well um and yeah the and then proximity from 175 and 200 plus that takes into account all your par threes and then also uh you know approach shots on some of these long par fours and par fives so yeah i mean between the models that i ran i mean it was and and you can find these stats by the way like i I know kelly and i talk about the models and stuff like that and we have a place that we go and do that but you can find these stats on pga so if you go to pgatour.com you can look up all of you know these strokes gain stats and all these things that we're talking about um the you know say and say percentages all I mean, like it is, it is super, super rich with data on, on the site. PGA.com, along with ATP.com, WTA.com on the women's tennis tour, much more robust than you would imagine. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. T- tons and tons of stats. And get like, you know, we look at these odds. We've we've been flashing them up on the screen. I mean, the short shots, John Rom at, at ten and a half to one. Bryson 15, Dustin 15, Xander's 15, and then Brooks Kepka's 19, Jordan Spieth 19, Rory 21, Cantlay 22, Finau 22, Justin 22 and a half, and then everyone else 25 or longer. Um, you you kind of start to look at, at at these numbers, and you know, like Rom, is he the favorite on paper with skill set? Would have been coming off of a you know a, a cruising win two weeks ago and all that, like. I think he is, but you're you're still talking about a field of 156 golfers, and at 10 to one, I, I we said this kind of like a couple of a few weeks ago. If he comes out and has a good first round, like you could get in on him after a round or two, and you're not going to get that much worse than the, this number that you're getting right now. Mm-hmm. But you have 18 holes or 36 holes of information in your pocket here, so like I don't know if I'm going to play 10 to one pre-tournament when I can come in at eight, like seven and a half or eight after a round if he happens to be in the mix. Like, to me, I'd rather... Is, I'd rather is, that, just, a guy, is that a guy you're circled and kind of approaching with that strategy? Well, I mean, he's he's certainly got me looking at really hard. I mean, look, he's coming off this COVID thing. I don't know what he was able to do, what he wasn't able to do with this whole quarantine. Has he been able to practice? Like, how's he going to feel coming out of it? I mean, like, we've heard some of these guys who are like, yeah, I didn't... I mean, I had COVID. I didn't even feel anything, right? Like they had some people who said lingering effects for for weeks, if not months, afterwards. So, you know, I'd I'd almost rather just get 18 holes banked and like see what he looks like, or get 36 holes banked, see what he looks like, come in then, as opposed to playing 10 before the tournament. Yeah, as a guy, but between the odds, like you laid out, and we just we don't know what the form he's going to come in with. That's a guy avoided. What what you said there, though, that more than anything, because we're going to get in the weeds tomorrow. We're going to list all the yeah. different bets you have and all the different players, and all of that is. Is obviously by by its uh, inherently pre-flop right before the tournament starts. But what you said, Matt, I think is something we just we have to emphasize. Be available. I know we all have responsibilities. Yeah. You have w- wives and 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 uh, and husbands and and families and kids and and just so many responsibilities during a golf tournament. But you have to 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 bet these properly. You cannot bet pre-flop and then disappear. Just walk away. You just right. can't. You have to be available round by round, and ideally, you'll be available 
uh, during the fourth round mm-hmm. when live betting and live betting is, is available in every round in, in many spots, but in some spots it's only available in the in the uh, in the final round. Be available, get off bets, you know, make up for some bad bets, uh, enhance perhaps your good ones. I mean, I think that's a very golf betting one-on-one thing that we probably don't emphasize enough. Yeah, no, I agree uh, 100%. I, I, nev- I very rarely just kind of like set it and forget it, yeah. especially in tournaments that I have a lot of, you know, a lot of money on the line for. Uh, you know, one of the things Rex talked about was, was Jordan Spieth. I mean, if we look at all these guys that are short shots, he probably is the guy that's in the best form right now. He's probably the guy that if there is anybody that has been playing super well consistently, it would be Jordan Spieth. The one thing, though, he has but one miscut in 2021. It came at the Farmers at Torrey South. I'm not looking at um, And so his one miscut did come on this course this year. His best finish at the Farmers in his whole career is 19. Just doesn't have the distance enough for me. Haven't heard one person mention Rory either. The Not accuracy off the tee concerns. Yeah. Same. Every time I look up, Brooklyn's hitting shots. <laughs> also, every time I look up, they're still down 15 or 17 points. James Harden, by the way, had one. Uh, it's, we've done all we can do. Good luck with everything the rest of the way tonight. Let's see if Brooklyn can come back. The nightcap with Tim Murray is next. Enjoy from all of us here at Primetime Action. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.